A short time after, the Amalekites assembled for an attack on the Israelite camp. They arrived and Moses called Joshua. Joshua soon arrived and Moses said to him, Pick some of our men to go out and fight against Amalek. Tomorrow, I'll be standing on the top of the hill carrying God's staff. The next day, Joshua with his army went to fight against the Amalekites. Moses went to the top of the hill with Aaron and Hur. Whenever Moses had his hands up with God's staff, Israel was on the winning side, when Moses lowered his hands, Amalek was on the winning side. Eventually, Moses got tired of having his arms in the air. Aaron and her took a stone for Moses to sit on. Moses sat on the stone as Aaron, along with her, held Moses' arms up. The sun set and the battle ended. Amalek with his army was wiped out in the battle, marking the Israelites' victory over the long fierce battle. God spoke to Moses, saying, Write this as a memorial in a book, also recite it to Joshua. Because I'll truly remove remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. Moses built an altar and named it, The Lord is my banner. Meanwhile, miles away, in Midian, Jethro heard about everything God had done for Moses and the Israelites. Moses had sent Zipporah and his two sons back to Midian. Now Jethro took Zipporah, Gershom, and Eliezer on a trip to the Israelite camp. Jethro sent word to Moses, It's Jethro your father-in-law. I'm coming to you, with your wife and children. When Moses heard it, he left to meet his father-in-law. They were glad when they saw each other again. Jethro said to Moses, Blessed be the Lord who saved you from Egypt's hand, and also Pharaoh's hand, and who saved the people from Egypt's control. Now I know for sure that the Lord is greater than all gods because He's done this to all who treated Israel arrogantly. Then Jethro brought a burnt offering along with sacrifices, Aaron and the elders also ate with Jethro. The next day, Moses had to judge the people's disputes. Moses had to decide the case for the people from morning to evening. This meant that Moses would eventually get tired. Zipporah reported to Jethro that Moses was judging the people all day long. He didn't like that and went to Moses, What in the world are you doing for the people? Jethro said, Why do you just sit by yourself, surrounded by the people in the morning till dusk? Moses answered, It's because the people go to me to ask about God's will. When there are disputes, I need to decide between a man and his neighbor, along with telling the people God's laws and decrees. It's not fine what you're doing. You'll eventually wear out with the people who are with you. This burden's too arduous for you and you can't do this by yourself. Now, I'll give you some advice, and may God be with you. You'll represent the people to God. You'll tell the people God's laws and statutes. You'll let the people know the way they must walk in and what they should work in. But choose from the people competent, God-fearing, men of truth, men who don't like a bribe. Put them over the people as leaders of thousands, hundreds, the fifties, and of tens. They will judge the people in misdemeanor cases. The felony cases will go to you. That way, the burden will be lighter on you, and they'll carry the burden with you. That way, the people will be able to go to their places in peace. Moses did what his father-in-law told him to do. Moses set certain people to judge the people in minor cases, as he got the major cases. Then Moses sent Jethro back to Midian. So Jethro packed up and left. Then the Israelites began to prepare for travel again. They went to Sinai, also called Horeb. The people pitched their tents near the mountain, just not too close. Moses went to the mountain and God spoke to him, You'll say this to the house of Jacob, the children of Israel, You've seen what I've done to the Egyptians, how I lifted you on eagles' wings and brought you to me. Now, if you'll listen obediently to me and keep my covenant, then, out of all the nations, you'll be my special treasure. The world is mine, and you'll be a nation of priests, a holy country. 
those are the words you'll tell the Israelites. Moses went back into the camp and called for the elders. Then Moses told the people God's message. The people responded, we'll do everything the Lord has commanded us. Moses told God what the people had said, in which he answered, I'm going to go to you in a thick cloud, that way the people can hear when I speak to you. That way, they'll always believe in you. Go to the people, tell them to sanctify themselves today and tomorrow. Make them clean their clothing and be prepared for the third day. I'll come down on the third day on Mount Sinai before the people's eyes. You have to set boundaries around the mountain for the people, saying, Beware, don't go to the mountain, no, don't even touch it. If you touch it, you'll die. Not a single hand should touch anyone who touches the mountain, because whoever touches it, must be stoned to death, or shot with arrows. Neither animal nor person will live after touch, they must die. When you hear the long blast of a ram's horn, then they'll be permitted to go up the mountain. Moses reported God's word to the people. The people sanctified themselves, washed their clothes, and got prepared for the third day. On the morning of the third day, there was lightning, thunder, and a thick cloud on the mountain, along with the sound of a loud, very loud, horn. The people noticed these things and were filled with fear. God's presence was on the mountain. The mountains is covered with thick smoke. The mountain shook, and the sound of the horn was getting louder and louder. Moses took the people out of the camp to meet with God. The people shook with fear before the presence of the Lord their God. Moses went to God, who told him, Go down and solemnly warn the people, in case they obligate themselves to go through the boundary to see me, and they die. Let the priests who approach me sanctify themselves, lest I break out among them. Moses answered, The people can't come up to Mount Sinai, because you've solemnly warned us, set boundaries around the mountain and set it apart. Then God answered, Go down there and come back with Aaron. Just don't let the priest and people obligate themselves to climb the mountain to me, lest I break out against them. Moses told the people what God had said. Then God said, I am the Lord your God. I brought you out of the land of Egypt, where you lived as slaves. Besides me, you are to have no other gods. You must not make yourselves any idols, of any likeness of anything in heaven above, or in the earth beneath, or in the sea under the earth. You must not bow to them, nor serve them. Look, I'm the Lord your God, a jealous God, and I'll visit the sins of the fathers on their children to the third and fourth generations of my haters. However, I'll show mercy to thousands of those who love me and prove it by keeping my commandments. You must not take the name of the Lord in vain. He's your God. The Lord won't declare innocent he who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day. Reserve it as holy. You have six days to work. So do all your work then. However, the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On this day, you must not do any work. That includes you, your son, daughter, male servant, female servant, your cattle, your donkey, your other animals, and your stranger living within your city gates. Because the Lord made heaven and earth, seas, all things in them, all in just six days. And He rested on the seventh day. So the Lord blessed the Sabbath day. He declared it holy. Honor your father and mother, that your days may be prolonged in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You must not commit murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not commit theft. You must not commit false witness against your neighbor. You must not commit longing for your neighbor's house, nor longing for your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his oxen, nor his donkey. No coveting anything that belongs to your neighbor. The people were looking at the thundering lightning while hearing the sound of a loud horn. They saw all the smoke rising from the mountain. They were all scared to death. They spoke to Moses, saying, You speak to us, 
we'll listen to you, but don't let God speak to us, or we'll die. Don't be afraid, answered Moses, because God has come to test you, to inspire reverent fear to him, so that you don't sin. The people were filled with fear and stayed a distance because they wouldn't dare want to get close. Moses climbed the mountain and entered the thick dark smoke where God was at. Moses climbed to the mountain with Joshua, but Joshua didn't enter the thick smoke where God was at. Moses stayed on the mountain for 40 days. On the mountain, God gave Moses various laws and ordinances. Laws about Hebrew servants, accidental murder, robbery, laws about animals, property, marriage, etc. God also told Moses about making altars and ratifying God's covenant with the people. God also proceeded with the construction of the tabernacle. The material needed, the furniture for the tabernacle, the priest's clothes, etc. God told Moses many other things, but when he finished telling Moses everything he had to tell him, he gave him two tablets made of stone. These tablets had the Ten Commandments written on them. They were written with God's finger. Moses took the tablets of stone and was going to start heading down, but God had something else to tell him.